The Not A Golf Podcast podcast may contain language not suitable for some listeners. If you choose to drink and listen, please enjoy responsibly and not while driving, chipping, or putting. During testing of this podcast, brain cramps were experienced by some trial listeners, most commonly in those with little to no sense of humor and those wearing white sans belt slacks. Results may vary. Listener discretion is advised. Folks, we welcome you to Between Two Shows, episode six and a half. This is Jay and Buttons in the Pen High Room at Caddy's Whiskey Tavern. As usual, we're joined by Bill, the Mineral Zinc, from Anchorage, Alaska. How are you this evening, Bill? Oh, you know, we're doing pretty good, man. It's uh, it's a weekend, so I'm not at work. I'm not doing nothing. I can't complain. Good shit. Hey, before we get started, uh housekeeping as usual be sure to listen download follow share on twitter instagram facebook and youtube at not a golf pod spotify and apple Podcasts, where you catch your podcasts um so just like between two shows we're just going to break down what we think so far just the three of us and that brings me to my first question to the both of you uh, Bill, you can start. How do you guys feel we can improve going into season two? We'll let Bill start. If you could pick uh, one thing, one one place we could improve, where what do you think it would be? Probably being a little more consistent. I agree. I we kind of say things sometimes, and then, but we've discussed that and not gone through with them a little bit. Uh, Otherwise, just like our continuity, I mean, but that's getting better just every show. I mean, all of us kind of meld together a little better. So, uh, yeah, I mean, other than just maybe getting a better schedule, sticking to it probably be a big one. I couldn't agree more. And I believe this is something uh, we discussed in the last PTS, wasn't it? about better consistency. Uh, so, yeah, I remember last one of the and, previous. Uh, you know, which it, I'll take full credit for um, the, you know, the the things we had said we were going to do, the things that I have said we were going to do. Uh, we still have a list of those to do, but I still have intentions on doing them. I just want to make sure they're right. For instance, the cooking show. I know that uh, we're all anxious to get that. But it is something that needs to be um, properly planned with everybody, and of course we can't do it without Chef. And I would, mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, I think and this they is, should definitely be there for that, both of them. Yes. And in, in my opinion, I'd rather put it off to be right than I would try to rush it. And that's that's, admittedly, my biggest thing is I try, I get a good idea, and I try to rush it out. And I get everybody excited, and then, you know, it's it's poor yeah, planning. I'm, I'm guilty of that, too. It's poor planning. So, um, I, if I could jump before Buttons here and, and say the one thing that uh, I can do to improve going into Season 2 is just planning better, and, and instead of rushing something out, is let's put it on the calendar, let's talk about it, and make sure that it is right 
and we have all of our pieces together before we put it out to our listeners and so forth. So, Buttons, going into season two, how do you feel we could improve? Pretty much what Bill said. Pretty much what Bill said on the Bill train. And I think we should do something more like posting social media. And definitely need to come up with the, what we were talking about this morning on hashtag things. Yes, we... I need to write them down because so, that's my thing is I think of them and then I forget what the heck I thought about. Yeah, I'm horrible with that too. So. Well, I mean, did you... I don't know if you saw, like, I posted... Uh, like, I went directly into Spotify, and that's usually how I do it, is I'll go into Spotify, and I'll hit the episode, and then I'll hit share that episode, and I just, and I share on Facebook that way. Um, and I did it last night for episode six, and it was a little while later, my sister, or I opened Facebook again, and I had a notification, and I opened it. It was like, hey, dude, you need to get some <laughs> up in there. And it was the, the number symbol. The hashtags. And I was sitting there looking at it, and I closed it out, and I was like, I don't even know. And I was sitting there thinking about it, and I opened it back up, and I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. And I legitimately was getting ready to text her. Because I was so confused by what she meant. Like, get some numbers up in there. I'm like, <laughs> what numbers? I'm sitting here looking at this comment. Like, she's like, dude, you can get some numbers up in there. I'm like, what numbers? Like, numbers does it, like... How many downloads we got? Like, what numbers are you talking about? It took maybe me forever. Maybe she realized. Maybe she oh, wait, instead she of pick them, we should we should do a math pop quiz instead of pick them. Yeah, and then she was like, and then well, it dawned on me that she meant you need to get some hashtags up in there. Like, whenever I'm like, hey, you know, you know, download, help us grow, hashtag, whatever. And you then know, I thought of, I'm like, I don't even know a hashtag like a hashtag podcast, like in, hashtag hey, we I suck still, like. Well, yeah, she had some good ones. Of course, we had hashtag the minerals minute, hashtag, you know, just little things. And it's really funny that in, in kind of in today's world, you need to... Hashtags to get well, more. Well, at least you need to have some kind of social media knowledge. You need to know your way around it and be willing. If, if you're wanting to put out content, that's where you're reaching out for your, your listeners. That's your, your main platforms. And if if Spotify and Apple Podcasts had an award show, which they probably do, and it was the probably least qualified and experienced podcast crew, <laughs> social media, we would probably be as far as social media goes. We would probably be. Um, yeah, I'm definitely right there. We would get like I, said, the, I was. I swear to God, dude, for the longest time, I was trying to figure out why I would put some kind of numbers up in there. I was so confused. So, folks, I if, don't ever hashtag shit. I don't know. Like, I know what it is, and I know about them, but I never really do it. Like, I was so confused. Folks, if you're listening, help us out with this. What is, where, what, what are our hashtags here on the Naughty Golf Podcast? Podcast. Uh, we need your help getting that out there help us to know what to do remind us hashtags people i know that's another thing is i wish and one thing i wanted to ask is would you set that text this morning or whatever was that 177 on just this episode no that was 177 for every episode we've done so far yeah except for we that we don't have 
one episode or two episodes are not not on there because we did yeah, a lot. Yeah, Which isn't bad when you think about we don't have many. We don't have a lot of people that share anything. Yeah, that's and yeah. a lot of followers on the social media yet so far. <laughs> I I will agree. That's yeah. that's I pretty good. The numbers on our on our listener side definitely don't reflect our social media, and I and, and that's a good point, Buttons. If if we can improve the social media, that's what's going to improve that that overall download. But again, yeah. you know we're we're enjoying we're what we're doing. Better, we're having fun with and what we're doing. I even. I even put my Facebook in professional mode oh. to try to make it more public so everyone can see, like literally anybody and everybody can see when I post that it's not a podcast podcast. Or not a golf there podcast. Go. I didn't know you can... Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> the mineral's working on a blue Yeah, it I figured it out. I'm trying, man. So, folks, wow. we're we're gonna be better at that, um, be better at planning, and be more consistent. Live up to our promises, and uh, when we come back for season two, I think I mean I f- I feel really good about season two and the things we do already do have lined up and locked in for season two. I'm really excited about, and those things alone are gonna make it make it better. Um, kind of reel it in just a little bit or actually not talking about moving forward into season two it it's kind of been agreed across the board now that we've established some numbers in the pickums that reverse order is the you know is the correct way to do it admittedly buttons had a little resistance to it and i understand why she has the resistance to it and to doing the reverse reverse ordering when we have to do when we have to do drafts and pickems where it's oh. you know is the reverse order is the correct way to do it but you there was some resistance and I understand why why that I would feel that way no matter who was the leader in the pickems or whatever y'all want to call it right <laughs> but I think we came to an agreement bill in the conversation buttons and I that okay reverse seating if yes that's the right way to do it then everybody will be held to the same rules therefore chef will gets no more uh, pitches from short of the mound mm-hmm. when it comes to the, it, we yeah. uh, again I, I feel that we're moving more into his realm of, of sports with football coming up he doesn't need that, that, uh, that stroke, really. So he's going to fall in line when we have a draft style in Pickums. He's He doesn't get to select out of people who have already been selected. He's going to go in the regular rotation. Now, because he is, as you can see down here with me, with zero Pickums, if things stay kind of how they look now, he will get – a first or second seed going into football season, which again I think he's a little more versed in. What do you think about that, Bill? 
about reverse make, making sure that the first pick is the last person in points per se and will chef will falls into the rules all the rules that apply to us and pick them. I have no problem with, with Jeff falling in line if he knows about football and you know and all that oh. the only thing I would maybe say is instead of doing the the pickums like whoever can whoever's it whoever's in last place overall goes first uh, maybe just base the order off what you finished in the previous week's pickums and not the overall total score of okay does that make so yeah so if but because if you know if buttons has four points to say you know three weeks from now buttons has four or five points next person's at three and then three and then two even if you know i mean she, she's always going to be last. even if she comes in last place in a week she's still going to have five points and the next person will have four so she'll still be picking in last even though she came in last place the previous week okay that's fair. So I think That's the order fair. should be based off of just what you finished in the previous week's pickle. So if I finished in last place, I pick first. And if the previous week I win, then I pick last. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, I like that idea too. Yeah, that That's way the right, same person, if someone does get a commanding lead by some freak chance, we... <laughs> they're not always going to be picking last. Right. And we are still talking in reverse order. Last place from last week. Picks first this Pick week, first, yeah. fourth, fourth place. Picks second, third, third, so on and so on. Yeah, and then the then the next episode, we'll go back review who won and lost and all that, and then we'll base the pickums off for that week off the order of yeah. Cool, I like yeah, that. Yeah, just that way, first place ain't always getting screwed if Becca when when Becca gets that commanding lead, she's not always gonna automatically pick last. Right, right. Yeah. I've just been lucky, to be honest with you. So to actually contradict my theory, right, because the whole reason that you pick in reverse order is to give that last-seeded person a better chance to pick, just like the NFL draft. That gives last place the opportunity to pick the first best. All right, so I, I actually was looking at our numbers, our episode six pickums. That we, that we just uh, release. If we scored our players and our teams, our two-man teams right now going into the playoffs, if we scored them based on their FedEx standing, current standing, I would be in first place. Chef Will would be in second place. Bill and Donnie B would be tied for third. And Buttons would be in last place. That's based off of Buttons getting the first pick and already leading. She got the first pick. Now, again, I'm looking at standings going into a competition that hasn't even started for us. But if yeah, they did, our, three, our three tournaments left. Right. Our pre-playoff standings, because they do have preseason standings in football, so our pre-playoff standings are exactly opposite of what you see here. To the point that you and Donnie are both tied for third. Yeah. So that was a, um, a pretty cool statistic. Yeah. If you will. Now, 
Okay, my question is, does this mean anything? Like, or is this just chance? Or does it really mean anything based on the order of how we picked that our, the order of, of where we stand now is exact opposite of the order that we picked? I think it's just chance. You think it's just chance? Yeah. It's a very, very interesting coincidence. Very interesting, but it, I think it's just chance. Very interesting coincidence. No. Even if like it ended up being that's how it was, and you won, and or what, however you said. Right. I still think it's just chance. And and again, there's a lot of there's there's three huge tournaments. That's twelve rounds of golf that we still have to to go through in three different locations over three different weeks. So those numbers are very likely to shuffle. Over the next yeah, they will, the without a doubt. Weeks. So, the Minerals Minute, man, that's been pretty strong. That's a, been a very strong uh, segment here on the Not a Golf Podcast podcast, I believe. I believe it's been part of the show's identity. Do you have something in the queue coming into episode, or I'm sorry, season two? Again, things are getting more interesting, but... I guess your your minutes are really kind of everywhere and, and random. So the question is, do you have something in the chamber in the magazine? Do you have some already? Are you writing these things down as you think of them? Um, I do, and I actually I'm well, well we're gonna in my my notepad. I doubt you. I don't know if you can see in there. I love it. Groceries and mineral minutes. <laughs> groceries and minerals minutes. Grocery and mineral minutes. Um, so as things do hit me, I open it up and I'll type little things in there to remind me so I don't lose them. Right now, I don't have much in there. Um, I have the golf glove one still there in the the chamber, and then I have another idea that I think I'm going to use when. Uh, Shane Matthews is on just because I think it would be a good one. Uh, cool. But, you know, we'll see. And, and they, they always tell me. I'm sure I could just walk around the world for about 10 minutes and probably get pissed off enough somewhere to come up with a few. So. <laughs> well, in, a, in addition to that, a quick little ad break, in addition to that, minute that he has lined up for episode one folks don't forget that we have an open draft there um we started with 16 slots the five of us will obviously fill them up first we're releasing them to you to fill up the remaining spots first come first serve go to instagram twitter facebook we have that link out there for you uh sign up first come first serve so I'm really excited coming up season two about the Button's new name that cover. That was kind of a really cool, cool web deal. I'm really interested in playing with that and, and finding the different, seeing what she can come up with with different one. So throwing the curveball right out the bat, I like that. I like knowing that, and I would like to play in the future, where I'm not, you know, helping pick out the yeah, song. No. Yeah, yeah. I that'd make it better. Yeah, that'd be a lot, a lot more fun for me anyway. 
instead of knowing and just waiting for you and throwing hints out. So mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Again, there is no telling what Chef Will is going to bring or what his chaotic life is going to bring into our show, but it is sure to bring color into the Naughty Golf podcast. podcast. And the, the great thing is, is that Chef Will brings a lot of color in what seems to be a very dull package. So it kind of first reaction of listening to Will, you're like, oh God, you know, this is what a dull character and human being, but the circumstances that just happened to him in his life, we can't not cover here. So I look forward to seeing what Chef Will brings to season two. Yeah, should be interesting. Well, you two have any thoughts? I mean, this is going to be our Put last. Put on until I'm freezing to death. It is freezing in here. <laughs> this Still is uh, probably our last BTS for season one. Again, season two. We still have one more episode, by the way, folks. Uh, we have the season finale. Um, I can't believe I didn't put anything on here that I in my little show notes. Uh, but we do have the season finale, episode seven of this season, season one. It is going to be kind of a best of episode where the five of us will review season one and kind of pick our favorite and bring those to you. What our, what our favorite segments or bits were from, from season one. So that's sure to be, be pretty interesting. Be sure to keep a lookout, folks, for that. Again, if you follow and subscribe, hit the bells. The notifications will come to you as soon as those come out. And, of course, we ask humbly that you download those. Don't just listen. Download. And again, if you like what we're doing, head over to Twitter, Spotify, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, YouTube, at Not a Golf Pod. We're at all those places. Buttons. Bill, the mineral. Did you see uh, Shelly Stauffer? Bill, thank you for bringing that to my attention. Yes, the U.S. It, uh, women's four and three is finished at Anchorage Golf Club. It is a wrap. Canadian, if I'm correct, Canadian. Uh, yep, you're correct. She beat an Aussie. She beat the Aussie. She beat the Aussie. She is the first USGA champion in the state of Alaska. How cool! That is cool. Yeah, a senior. Her. The first went off so well, and if you follow the USGA on Facebook, they posted a lot of videos and pictures of their time in Alaska, and uh, apparently, according to them, it went off very, very well. And man, that course—you know, I when we were watching them, like when, especially when we were on hole 15, uh, we were watching the ladies putt and. Uh, Wooster had man foot or two uh, to win the hole, and then it would have went to 16. And I was on 16 tee box, and uh, 
Balfour was a little bit away. She probably had four or five feet. Um, and all she had to do was two putt, or no, just one putt to one putt to tie it if homegirl missed. And I was like, she got this. And obviously, we hadn't played. I didn't, like, I knew the greens were, like, kind of fast and real nice and everything. But, like, I just, you know, I didn't really know. Um, I was like, she got this. I started walking to 16 green, basically. I was like, they're coming over. She's going to win this hole. Um, man, she missed it. Like, and, and what I thought was oh, a gimme. No. Like, almost a gimme. And then, you know, she so she two-puck. Because she stuck her wedge from there. Um, oh, the birdie like, missed put her birdie away. Birdie. And I was like, oh, she's got this. And, uh, yeah, when she missed it. And so, obviously, after the tournament, we're standing up back behind, uh, up by the clubhouse a little bit. And it was 1 o'clock. And I was like, they're all done walking away. And I was like, so, hole one, right? We can go one tee box, right? And they were like, yeah, we'll go for it. We don't care. We're like, all right, cool. So, we grabbed a golf cart, went and got our clubs. Uh, me, Wally, Jason, uh, Jerry. Well, no, Jerry caught up to us. It was uh, Brian, the mechanic. Ivan came out. We had at one point. At one point, we had eight people in our group. Damn. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. But we were the first ones out on the course after the tournament ended, and after playing it, I a thousand percent get why that lady missed that one. were they quick oh my fucking god have you ever seen it i've just... never seen like the uh, the number of times like on uh, i mean you know like hole 11 it's real flat and it goes up the hill to the top tier uh-huh. and like hole 12 there's like a couple tiers and hole fives like bananas you know well I don't know the number of times I've seen balls all over mine, other golfers, every time before this tournament, like nothing ever really rolled down the hill. Like if you hit it up the hill and it didn't quite make it, it would, it stopped. Man, not these fucking things. Like it's unreal. I've never, I could, to tell you this much on average, it seemed like I was aiming for maybe a six to eight inch putt. No, I swear, no matter the distance, it could have been a one foot putt, it could have been a 10 foot putt. I looked about six inches to a foot max in front of my ball and that's the point and that's the strength I hit about every putt to. And that ball just kept going. That's crazy because like whole, whole, um, Five, yeah. Oh, 11, 12, no, I'm sorry, 12, 13, all and 16. They those you know, greens just, look like they slope towards you, but they yeah. actually slope towards uh, Lake Otis, Seward Highway. Yeah, Isn't no, it? Lake Otis, the road, the Lake Otis, or O'Malley, the, the road, yeah, the, that's right there, yeah, um, the, yeah. So it really, it, and that's what, uh. It fucked homegirl on the 13. We were watching her, and we were like, this is going to break the one way. And she even was like, yep. We're like, hey, I, I could have told her. It breaks wow. the other way, lady. Yeah. Dude, those greens. And the whole time we were out there, like I said, at one point we had eight people in our group. Not once 
during anyone's putt did I see a ball even hop like an eighth, a sixteenth of an inch off the ground. I've never seen golf balls roll so pure in my entire life, man. It was just bananas. You couldn't stop anything. Overall, it seemed like a a good event, a fun event. Yeah, so the fact that Stauffer on her second round shot a 68. What? Yeah, set a women's course record. Wow. That's pretty. Did they play like the white tees, the middle tees? Uh, mixture. A uh, couple holes there on the blacks, couple holes there on the golds, couple holes there on the reds, whites, they're everywhere. Wow. What, and you have a good And so when that, we went out, out, when we went out right after, um, they had already switched out the USGA team markers for oh, like that ours. Sucks. But they put ours, the white, the, the white, the blue, and the black where the usga key markers were and then they put gold and red up closer um but yeah the all the three colors were where the usga women played from so we played every single hole where they teed off from um it was and i'm not gonna lie mike t markers <laughs> mike was driving around handing out beers like crazy <laughs> He's a beer cart. So I definitely did not shoot as good as I normally do. Um, I'm not going to say I, I wasn't drunk. I, I mean, I had a little buzz, but I still hit the ball pretty good. Um, I didn't really keep score on the backside because we were just having a lot of fun. Um, I wasn't too concerned about it. We were hitting multiple balls and just fucking around, taking multiple putts because those greens are just bananas. Uh, That's fun. But legit, Jerry kept score, and Jerry usually shoots about 85 to 90. Jerry shot a 99. Hey. Um, and if I would have played serious, I don't believe I would have. I don't believe I would have shot below a 95 to 100 as well. Ooh, I would have probably wow. shot a 105. Just those. It just I wasn't used to the greens. Like it just that course was fucking tough, man. So yeah, those ladies. Props. Props to those ladies, man. That was. Well, they definitely, they definitely, there are no chumps. So they no, it was they definitely no, the man. best, the best of the best across yeah, the world, is, really, yeah. in the category. So that's, that's fun. I'm glad it went well. I'm glad you guys got yeah, that there was exposure. a couple hole-in-ones. Yes, I did see that. I did see that. That was kind of cool. Yeah, they did well. So is everything back to regularly scheduled programming? Yep. For you guys? Scheduled programming. Uh, well, let's see, you're at the beginning of August, so you still have quite a bit of season left. Yeah, we still got two, three, two and a half months at least. Two months of greens, at least two months of greens. They'll probably start covering them beginning of October sometime. First, second week, maybe. I'd really love for something to come through where Buttons and I get to return to Anchorage. Especially yeah, especially for more than just, you know, six or seven weeks. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. One, just I'd, I've seen what other people's work is, and I've seen your work, and I'd rather your work finish our course. 
That means a lot Not to, to me. say that somebody other than that Richard guy wouldn't do a better job than you. There may be someone. I don't know. But I don't know if I want to take that chance. That Richard guy was average. Hashtag don't hire a dick. Yep. There we go. So, <laughs> was he a dick? His name's Richard. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Don't hire a dick, dick. Well, folks, that is going to wrap up Between Two Shows for Season 1. This is Between Two Shows, Episode 6 and a half. Again, go ahead and click the bell, follow, subscribe, and we'll let you know when the season finale, Episode 7, comes out. Again, that's going to be a best of. And then we will be back on August 28th. That'll be a live show at 6.30 Eastern. Uh, we have Shane Matthews, former Gator QB, 14-season NFL veteran, currently the host of the Pod Up with Matthews in the Morning podcast uh, that you can find also live on Facebook and YouTube. And kind of his playing career is very cool and exciting and exceptional for a Gator quarterback but kind of one of the cooler things now that he gets to add to his resume is this year he's co-pilot to the new voice of the Gators on Gator Radio Network. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, and the QB, again, one of, one of UF's most successful QBs is now going to be giving us the play-by-play -play analytics to us Gator fans. Really looking forward to that. He's going to come uh, sit with us for episode one, season two, live. Again, live on YouTube, 6.30, August 28th. That's Eastern time, Sunday, August 28th. Bill, we appreciate your time. Buttons, we appreciate your time as always. Folks, I'm not going to go through it again, but we appreciate your time, and we will see you on the next one. That's a wrap.